the business savvy singer. Hey there. And welcome to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by theprivatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need. And Greta Pope Entertainment for the finest in entertainment. Welcome to season two of the Business Savvy Singer podcast. This season, not only will we be hearing from singers, we will also be hearing from professionals providing support services to singers. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm very excited today. I have a good friend with me who has just an incredible track record and wonderful experience in the music business. Mae Cohen is known in music circles as a harmonic technician, and she has delivered backup vocals in numerous styles from blues greats Willie Dixon, Mississippi Heat, and Billy Branch, to crooners like Phil Perry, Mickey Howard, Vesta Williams, and Angela Bofill, to name a few. May's specific harmonic talents have taken her on the road with Aretha Franklin from 1997 to 2004, and again from 2013 to 2017. May appeared with Aretha Franklin at her last Chicago performance at Ravinia in September of 2017. She has also appeared with Aretha on several television shows, including David Letterman, Jay Leno, The View, Good Morning America, and The Rosie O'Donnell Show. On the televised limited VH1 series, Diva Live, you can see May not only singing with Aretha Franklin, but offering up vocals for Mariah Carey, Shania Twain, Gloria Estefan, Celine Dion, and Carol King. Aretha Franklin has even made special mention of Mae Cohen among her favorite background singers in her 1999 memoir, From These Roots. I am just so thrilled today to have my friend Mae Cohen with us. Hi, Mae. How are you? It's so good to have you. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Greta. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. This is exciting. Oh, yes, it is exciting. You have had such an illustrious career as a background singer, and you're also a solo singer. You're a fabulous singer. But the the touring and the experiences that you've had singing background for these wonderful artists, what a thrill. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, It, you know, it's like, I, like you said, I can do both. I can I can do lead and I can do background, but most of my career has been in background singing. Mm-hmm. It seemed like I, I always gravitated 
to sing it back one because I just love to sing harmony. Yeah. And, and you're so good. You are so good <laughs> at it. Because you and I have been in several situations where we have sung harmony and you are so good at it. You can pick those parts out and shape the chords and just all of those things. It's it's absolutely fantastic. It's a real skill. Oh yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's great. That's mm -hmm. great. So so tell us what it was like to be on the road. Now, I know you and I were chatting a little bit before we started the interview. And yes. you told me that you were a single mother and that you, mm -hmm. you know, your, your, your child was with you for much of the time that you were working with these people. Tell us about that. You know, there are so many women who feel that they have to leave the business once they have children. And that is yeah. not necessarily true. So tell us about your experience. You know, it's interesting because when I, I, I had my son at 28, mm -hmm. and when I had my son, several people, particularly males now, mm -hmm. I just want to make note of that, <laughs> particularly males, mm -hmm. <laughs> they said, well, I guess you won't be singing anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> you know, now, now, mind you, it is an adjustment, you know, because you're a parent. Mm -hmm. And it's not just you anymore. You got to think of this, you know, other human being, yes. you know, that, that is your child, yes. you know, but it does not necessarily mean that you have to quit mm -hmm. the music business mm -hmm. or even, you know, you can still be a single parent and still have a lucrative career, yeah. you know, and still be active. Absolutely. You know, I, I think one important thing is early on, you, you just have to train your child. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, you know, because a lot of times I took my son on rehearsals. Mm -hmm. You know, I took him to a couple of gigs, mm -hmm. you know. And I never took him on the road. But all the local stuff, most of the local stuff, particularly when he was small, mm -hmm. he accompanied me to a lot of these things. That's wonderful. You know, and he just kind of, you know, got into the groove of learning how to behave. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's great. Well, I, I had one instance, uh, the Capitol Theater no longer exists. It used to be on 79th and Halsted. Mm -hmm. And uh, early on, the Regal used to have a lot of uh, entertainers that came through. But then the Capitol kind of became that place, you mm -hmm. know, where a lot of artists would come through. And, um, Ellen, and Ellen Samuels, she's no longer with us, bless her soul. Ellen Samuels and myself, we did a gig at the Capitol with this artist who opened for James Brown. Wow. And uh, something, I don't know what happened. His background sings didn't show up. And, you know, who doesn't know James Brown's uh, right. material? <laughs> right. See what I'm saying? Everybody knows James Brown's material. But I don't know what happened, whether, you know, the uh, background sings didn't show up or whatever. And he asked Ellen and I, you know, to step in. So, mm -hmm. of course, wow. without uh, hesitation. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. We, we in. And my son was with me at this particular gig, mm -hmm. you know, but we were playing and we thought, okay, we're going to do this short thing and then we're going to leave. Mm -hmm. And so I, I set my son in a chair. It was at an old Capitol theater was one of those old theaters that have those curtains. Mm -hmm. And then they have those partitions where you can kind of look in between the curtains yes. all the way to the end on yes. the other end of the stage. Mm -hmm. I set my son in a chair <laughs> and I said, now I said, mommy's getting ready to do a gig. You know, and you're going to sit right here <laughs> until mommy's done. And and do you know he did? That's wonderful. I, I'm blessed that I had an obedient child. Now, he, yes. he, was, he was pretty active. <laughs> he, he was active, too. But, you know, when it came time to be obedient, he yeah. was obedient. Yeah, he knew, he knew what to, to do. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. He knew he knew how to act. Another time, Chicago Bulls, that's another place that's not open anymore. I had a oh, gig yeah. there. You know, Chicago Bulls, mm-hmm. they had a late uh uh, they stayed open late to like maybe four in the morning, yes, two, yes. Four, mm-hmm. two o'clock or four o'clock license. I can't remember which, but here again, my son was with me, you know, and everybody was sitting there, you know, the, a waiter came on saying, hey, you all want anything to drink or whatever. And my son said, mom, order me some orange juice. You know, he just got into the groove of it. You know <laughs> <Yes>. what I mean? <laughs> That's very cute. That is very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting. And, you know, he, he didn't grow up to be a musician, though. Or actually, he is a musician. Actually, he did grow up to be a musician. He's a producer. You wow. know, he, he produces a lot of local artists and, you know, is trying to get a placement, you know, with a major. And That's he has great. his own uh, group called Live Wires. They're doing wow. quite well. You That's know? wonderful. Very proud of him. That is mm-hmm. wonderful. Well, he certainly has had a good example in you. Uh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us what it was like to be on the road with Aretha Franklin. You sent me a wonderful picture of yourself with Aretha Franklin, and she's so, like, motherly towards you. It's so sweet. You're, like, standing there and just smiling, and it's a really lovely photo. I think we might post that in our show notes so that people can see that. Okay. But tell us what it was like to to tour with her. Well, let me tell you... um... I was working at Northern Trust Bank, and this is another thing. You can work a nine-to-five and still have a lucrative career. I was working at Northern Trust Bank in customer service, Mm -hmm. and um, a friend of mine that I hadn't heard from in 13 years, uh, Diane Madison and myself used to sing background with this uh, guy. His name is Billy Always, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't heard from him in 13 years because I remember the last gig I did with him, I was pregnant with, with my son, mm-hmm. and my son was thirteen when he called me. Wow. You know, so he called out the view. He called out the blue, yep. and he said, "Hey man, you and Diane still singing?" I'm thinking he called to shoot the breeze, right? Yep. <laughs> he said, "Hey man, you and Diane still singing together?" I said, "Yeah, oh yeah, we still singing." And he said, "Well, do you think that you and Diane would like to sing background with Aretha Franklin?" I said, "Yes, <laughs> yes, we would." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> going to think about what I'm going to do about my job. Is Diane available? Let me check my schedule. I wasn't going to do nothing, none of that, okay? (laughs) I was going to say yes and work the rest of it out later. Yes, that's funny. (laughs) We got got the gig. Uh, She, um, uh, he sent her like a demo of us doing some background, some of her background stuff, and she liked it. Mm-hmm. And so she called us up. She called me on my job. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted to find out, you know, uh, what what were your goals in the music business? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what were you interested in? And she wanted to know the, the church that you, you know, did you go to church, what church you attended, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So our first gig, was at uh, uh, Merv Griffin's Resort in Atlantic City. Nice. And it was a really nice venue, Greta, really nice venue. Wow. And I remember me and Diane looking at each other and holding hands like, girl, can you believe this? <laughs> That's great. We sing it back with Aretha Franklin. Oh and that gosh. relationship lasted for over 22 years. Wow. And she, was, she's, she was a wonderful employer. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really, you know, I would say the height of my career, you know, was really, you know, uh, having that experience. Wow. You know, and toward the end of our, uh, toward the end, she would call me just to shoot the breeze sometime. Oh. Maybe because I'm a good listener. I don't know. That's so nice. <laughs> but I, 
<laughs> you know, she she talked to me about her fear of flying. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about a lot of different things. I think what bonded us was we're both and she really was into the classic movies, the oldies. Yes. And I am too. Okay. I am too. And we said, well, did you see this one? You oh. know? And I said, well, you got to see this one. And some, sometimes she tell me movies I hadn't seen. And I tell yes. her movies she hadn't seen. And we share movies and stuff like that. And I think that's how we really uh, created Bond. Because she wasn't the type of woman that warmed up to you right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like she had to come and feel you out. It yeah. took, a, took a while. Mm-hmm. Get you to know. know you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. That is so wonderful. I mean, that's such a, a, a wonderful testament to you and your character and your personality that she took to you. That's that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. She. Yeah. I remember when she made. Uh, I can't remember the sixty-two. I can't remember, but she. You know, she's twelve years my senior, mm-hmm. and she called me one time. She was having a birthday, and she said, "I can't believe it." I'm such and such years old. She said, can you believe it? Wow. And I said, well, I said, well, Miss Franklin, you wear it well. <laughs> yes, yes, she did. Yes, um, she did. And well. she sounded you know, fantastic she, she, through her entire yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, she she was really, you know, a one of a kind. A yes, true professional. Yes. A true professional, honey, in every sense of the word. I learned a lot being in that camp. I called it. Being called into the Queen's Court. That's what I would say. <laughs> I'm being called into the Queen's Court. <laughs> that is so wonderful. Wow. So tell us about some of the outstanding experiences that you had with her. You had the one in Atlantic City. Are there any others that stand out in your mind with her? Uh, yeah, when we did the Divas Live thing, you know, that was really exciting. Wow. You know, uh, because, you know, we got a chance to interact with not only her, but uh, Gloria Stefan, which you already mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, Gloria Stefan, uh, Mariah Carey. Wow. You know, it was, it was really an exciting time. Wow. You know. That's fantastic. And, and, fantastic. and when we did The View, uh, it, I know it's out there on YouTube somewhere, and it looks like we're all, they had to put me on a crate, because, you know, I'm a shorty. <laughs> <laughs> so you were standing on a crate? That's hilarious. Yeah, the fact because I was it was like too much of a difference between Billy, Diane, and myself. Yes. It's like they're almost the same height. And then here's this real short one. <laughs> that is very so funny. We laugh about that to this day. Billy always jokes with me about that one, you know. That's they had to put great. me on a crate so it looked like I'm the same height as everybody else. <laughs> that is great. That is great. So how did you how did your job situation work out as you were called to to tour with her how did you manage that well um when i first got the call i was working in northern trust bank and my boss uh happened to be a fan oh wow (laughs) it happened to be a fan and so he you know and and when when we toured she would do like two weeks here and you'd be off for a week Mm -hmm. then she'd do three weeks there and you're off for a month you know it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a long standing tour like months and months and months and months yes so i was able to work it out what they allowed me to do is use all of my vacation time okay and then once my vacation time was exhausted i was able to just take days without pay oh that's great that's great. And you were being paid by her. You know, so days without pay. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so it's not like I was losing any money. Yes. You know, I just took the days without paying. Like I said, my boss, he was a fan, so he was like, you know, he, he asked me to get him a picture. I got him a si- signed picture. That's and great. He always says, so tell me, how was it? da 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 oh. You know, so it worked out. It worked out, you know, yeah. in my behalf. And then 
uh, I, now I'm working, I'm still working a day job. I'm working at the American Medical Association. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing there, too. I, I, I'm very fortunate that I had really, really cool bosses. You yeah. Know? And, and it's the same thing at uh, the, the job I have now when I was going out with Aretha. You know, I used my vacation time, personal days, and then after that, they allowed me to take days without pay. That is fantastic. You know, so I'm going to work it out. Yeah. You know, I think the important thing is if you are a musician and you need to work a day job like mm-hmm. I had to do, mm-hmm. you know, because I was a single parent, being a single parent and everything. Yeah. It's really important to get a job that's musician friendly. Yes. If you know what I mean. Yes. Yes. That's mm-hmm. great. And it, you I'm know, fortunate. Your yeah. bosses were living vicariously through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, now uh, the boss I had at the AMA, her husband was a fan. Oh, so, wow. you know, that worked out. Yes. <laughs> I got him a picture too. Oh, yes. And they were so proud to know you, I'm sure. You know, you know it's like our, our, our person is out on the road with Aretha Franklin. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty yeah, exciting. I, actually, yeah, they did used to say that. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Pretty cool. So, uh-huh, so what uh-huh. advice would you give to young singers coming along that, you know, may want to be on the road or may want to be doing background for major artists or whatever? What advice would you give to them? Well, you know, I would say that you have to really have a tough skin. You really, you really have to have a tough skin uh, to be in this business. And, you know, you have to be honest with yourself, you know, are you good? If you're good, Mm -hmm. then, Hey, go for it. Mm -hmm. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, um, if you need, if you need a little more work, you know, be honest with yourself and go on and get the training or whatever you might need to better yourself as a performer. Yeah. You know, every gig, I've never had an agent. I've never had an agent. Every gig that I've ever gotten has always been word of mouth wow. or a referral, you know, mm-hmm. from somebody I knew. Hey, I know somebody, da 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 da. You know, mm-hmm. and back in the day, um, I used to do a lot of uh, singing at uh, Paul Serrano Studios. It used to be over there on uh, not too far from 22nd. I can't remember, on Prairie mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Chicago. I used to do a lot of background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Paul Serrano Studios and Kurtom Studios. I did a lot of background singing on records, you know, artists that would come through. Mm-hmm. You know, I was one of the co- people that would call all the time. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, it, in regards to you know being in this business, you 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 have to really keep your focus on why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you you want to do. You know, it's the art for me. It's always been about the art. Yeah. You know, and and, and you have a lot of you have a lot of snags and snares along the way. If you're not careful, you have to have a very strong constitution. Mm-hmm. You have to be very, very secure with yourself mm-hmm. and know who you are. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you want to be a leader and not a follower. Because mm-hmm. I've been in situations, you know, where, you know, everybody might be under the influence of certain things, mm-hmm. but I wasn't interested in doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, Greta. I do. I know exactly what you mean, and that is so important. Got to, got to yeah. walk, stay in your own lane, and and walk your own walk, and let people do whatever exactly. they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's yeah. it. And you you have to really be secure within yourself. Yeah. And not, you know, because some people would do anything. You know, I'm I wasn't one of those people. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I had to keep my integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had to be able to look in the mirror and and you know be. A, 
be, you know, comfortable with me. Yeah. You know, so it's very important to have a strong constitution, Mm -hmm. to know who you are and actually be an island. Yes. If you know what I mean. You're right. You know, stay right. true to what you want to do. That's You right. know, don't let people, because people going to always tell you, oh, no, nah, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, they doing this now. You know, they doing that. <laughs> but you want to be the one, like like the princes and the Nellies, you want to be the one that changes, you yeah. know, the flow of things. Yes. Where now everybody's trying to sound like you. That's right. That's you absolutely right. Plan? That's absolutely right. Yeah. You're right. Well, well that's why you've had such a long and steady career because you have been your own person. And that's why Aretha Franklin liked you because she could see that you were your own person and you were not influenced by icky things that go on in the business. And there are a lot of icky things that go on in the business. Yeah. And and you know, uh, a couple of times on that set, you know, something would come up and it was misunderstood or Mm -hmm. misconstrued. Mm -hmm. And when, you know, when me and Diane, we were both this way. When we would find out about it, we go directly to her. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't go to nobody else yep. because she's our boss. That's right. We would go directly to her yep. and say, hey, this is what, what I thought, or this is what's happening, and straightened yep. it out immediately. Yeah. So she knew we wasn't about no, you know, yep. no yep. stuff. And that's important. You know, she needed to have that <laughs> trust in you. You were very loyal to her. That's great. Yes. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, May, mm-hmm. what a pleasure it has been to talk with you. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us about your career or about your, you know, any advice you may have or any thoughts you may have? Well, you know what? Uh, like, like I said earlier, most of my career has been as a background singer, but I'm finding as of late, you know, toward, toward the back end of it, you know, because I am getting a little more mature. <laughs> as, uh, as are we all. <laughs> I'm finding that, you know, I'm getting more opportunities as a solo artist. That's great. Mm -hmm. Though I've been in the business for years, the solo path has not been treaded a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm so I'm I'm very excited, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm stepping out there on faith. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's all you You can do. That's all you can do. Go after it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, and as far as advice, because I tell my son this all the time, because, you know, in this business, sometimes you can get easily discouraged about yeah. things. Oh, yeah. And I told I tell my son, I said, every time you get a no, be grateful because mm-hmm. every no is going to get you closer to that. Yes, that's absolutely yes right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to get the opportunity. But the thing is, you have to be prepared. Yeah. So when the opportunity comes, you can step right into it. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's be right. prepared and, and welcome those no's because yeah. you're going to get you're going to get a couple of them. Yeah. Welcome those no's. Yeah. Because the, every no is going to get you closer to that. Yes. That's great. Th- that th- Those are great words of wisdom. Great words mm-hmm. of wisdom. And it is so true because it is easy to get discouraged. Because you hear no so much. No, no, no. But you just got to hang in there. Mm -hmm. That's right. Especially if you're not sounding like everybody else or doing what everybody else is doing. And you're staying true to what you want to do. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, May Cohen, thank you so, so much for joining us this evening. It is just wonderful. I, I love your story. I love you. I think you are just the best. So thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Take care.
Okay, you too. Thank you. Good news. We're partnering. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is delighted to be included in the NatsCast network. NatsCast is the official podcast network of the National Association of Teachers of Singing. It's an honor to be part of this community and have the opportunity to provide encouragement, education, and entertainment to singers everywhere. Singers, have you ever wanted to improve your sight reading skills? Do you want to hear harmonies better and sing them more easily? Would you like to be able to improvise and sing more styles of music? Donovan Mixon's performance ear training can help you with all of these things. Donovan has been a faculty member at Berkeley College of Music and is an expert in this field. Doesn't matter where you live, classes are offered online. Visit donmixon.com. Check out our show notes for more info. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.